You're listening to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. Yet another build episode. That's what you people want, right? What to do, everybody? I'm back, even though you never noticed I was gone. Yes, I've been on a trip, much like uh, like half the common riders we've had for over the last few years. I've been effectively homeless. Yeah, but I don't think Drive was living in the back of his car. <laughs> well, you know, he could, given... Given the uh, right circumstances, he probably could live in the back of the Tridoron. I'm now imagining a Between Seasons web movie about <laughs> Shinosuke just living in the back of the Tridoron. Well, like he annoys uh, Kiriko and she kind of kicks him out of the house. He has to live in the back of his car. Yeah, I can see that happening. He's just he's like a crime-fighting bum. This is everything I've ever wanted. I mean, if you want a crime-fighting bum, just watch O's or, uh, or Cougar. Yeah, or technically Wizard. He or doesn't wizard. do a thing. He just hangs around. Yeah, I mean, wow. Just bums around in an antique shop that doesn't even sell anything. Yes, but unlike uh, Kamen Rider, I did have a car to sleep in, so that's something. So, where did you go? What did you do? And is this relevant to Kamen Rider? Well, I did punch a deformed man in the face and he exploded, so there's that. Ah, good. That's definitely what should happen with every road trip. That brings us neatly into our little uh, episode today. We'll be talking about riders, but first, it's time to explain to you... Who our sponsors are, and that is Toku Toy Store. Our corporate overlords. They sell Toku, you buy Toku. Simple as. They're not only staying up to date with Toku Toys, they're still restocking all of the old ones. It's a good chance to cash in if you just wanted to get something from GoBusters. Like, ooh, I've always wanted that. So, mm. check them out and spend, consume, engage in feats of capitalism. I say that every time, but yeah, standard capitalist fare. <laughs> And my partner was indeed correct when we're talking about riders. More specifically, Build. You know, that one guy we've not shut up about for three weeks. That's that time of the year again where we're inundated with leaks and teasers of the next rider show. I love this time of year. It's great. I especially, love it too. especially when people have been uh, kind of drawing pictures on what they think the silhouettes are going to look like in color. It's great. We've been making a lot of guesses, and now they've finally been confirmed and dispelled. We've seen a trailer. We know what his pose is. Mm-hmm. We know what the plot is. It's good. Yeah, it uh, seems like they're going back to uh, like an earlier Heisei kind of thing, which is kind of what we discussed on the on the previous episode or a previous episode. Oh, yes. Kind of like talking about the design, stuff like that. It, they definitely seem to be kind of going back to something a bit more familiar. Maybe just to kind of um, reassure people before they try more experimental stuff later on down the line. From what we've seen of the trailer and copies of a lot of character bios, we can say that it's a bit of a chimera of a lot of Neo Heisei tropes. So we've got the main rider, who is confirmed to be called Sento Kiryu. He is a sort of idiot savant who has a big old chunk of his memory missing, like Never heard of Philip. that before. Yeah, and he's also some sort of... Super powerful scientist man. <laughs> he knows all the laws of physics, even the ones that people don't know about yet. Yeah, that was revealed in an intro that was a bit like Flubber. And so... Oh, <laughs> dude, you reckon he's going to have like one of those yeah. mad scientist breakfast things? You know, like, oh, like, God, he's going to crack like, an egg. Yeah, and... like Robin Williams in Flubber or um, Caractacus Potts in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's a dated reference. Now I'm going to write a fanfic where Karachkis Potts invents Flubber. Yeah, and he uses Flubber to power... Actually, Flubber was just Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. No, you know, Flubber was a, like a, a remake, actually. Wow. Yeah, um, oh, I can never remember what it was called. It's like, uh, it's like The Nutty Professor was a, um, was a remake as well. Yeah, but I preferred the early version of The Nutty Professor. You can't beat a, a bit of the old... Nah. Yes. You mean you prefer the white man to the black man? I just like Jerry Lewis. It's, it's funny. Actually, yeah, give me a black guy doing Jerry Lewis impressions. That'd be great. <laughs> but making Chris Rock jokes between every impression. <laughs> I can never remember what the original Flubber was called. It wasn't called Flubber. Was it yeah. Was it a kid's version of The Blob? <laughs> Starts really small. Oh, man. If, uh... Oh, no, aren't they remaking The Blob as well? I'm sure I read somewhere that there's, there are plans to remake The Blob again. Frankie, right, they're remaking everything. Oh, t- tangent alarm. Damn, this, this is what we get. This is what we get. But so, yes, mad scientist dude. And hey, it's standard Neo Heisei fare. We've got a weird little, uh, little yeah. hair oh, yeah. thing that uh, I'm not sure exactly why it pops up. It's probably when it breaks, it makes some kind of breakthrough or something like that. He's got a permanent cowlick that just stands up on the back of his head. Mm. That's going to get annoying really fast. I've got a brainwave or something. Oh, no. rubbish. Common Rider Jimmy Neutron. God, it's easy. They've always got some sort of quirk. Like with Kamen Rider O's and Eiji's weird underpants fetish. Actually, it's a lot like O's because he's bumming around inside a dude's cafe. It's a basement of a cafe where he's doing all this science. Huh. Smart guy. 
No memories. Lives in the basement of some kind of establishment. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so we've hmm. got Philip missing memories. Philip AG. living in a basement. Yeah, Philip living in a basement. AG and a bit of use K with the whole cafe thing. Who says originality is dead? Hey, it means the writers don't have to mess around with his past. Just, yeah, we'll think about that halfway in. Yeah, they've got like five months to think of that now. Yeah, they'll have time to wonder if they can have him pelvic thrust in the ending dance or anything. <laughs> and then there's also another character who obviously will end up being close, the dragon-themed dude, which is Ryuga Banjo. Ding 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 ding. Banjo. Ding 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 ding. Just former fighter who ended up killing some dude, some science dude. <laughs> No, he was, he was so banned from yeah. fighting because he used to fix matches or something like that. Yeah, and killed some science dude, and now he's on the run. He escaped from prison. Build has to get him. It, <laughs> oh, oh, also, oh. also, apparently, uh, to, to add context, the monsters or the villain faction they fight is called Smash. Oh, I've forgotten. And he can he can sense Smash. He can sense when smashing is taking place. <laughs> he can smash. He's aware smash. of smash. It's going to be. So, I'm going to have to do that with some horrible photo editing. Smash detected. He's got glowing eyes. <laughs> you know, when he about smash, he about to smash. Let me smash. Becky. Oh God, Let the me guy. Smash. The guy who's obviously secondary rider bait. Not mm. much revealed about him, but I don't frankly care about him because the villains are called the Smash. Smash. And the overall plot is that some artifact was discovered on Mars, and it's obviously the plot of Doom. It was yeah. brought back to Japan, caused a massive three-way wall that split Japan into three segments. And Trump is wishing he thought of the idea of a three-way wall. It's like, ah, uh, space Trump is really, really into this. <laughs> they found it on Mars. I'm, I'm just getting Doom vibes now. No, Kiryu. You are the demons. And then Kiryu was a, was a smash. <laughs> Why the smash? That's the strangest smash. Maybe, actually, maybe that's compared to, like, how the riders call build and the smash destroy. They smash. Somebody once, once told me the world. Every time I'll see a, I'll just zoom in. Smash mouth. <laughs> the shop is still in the shirt. Uh, I hope. We've got, we got a year. Yes. We've got a year of smash mouth references on M now. Definitely. Another part deal that's been revealed by the um, the teaser trailer is that uh, Kiryu has a sort of um, weird... like He has only one memory left. It's some weird uh, traumatic thing with... Um, oh, Night Rogue. Night Rogue. I, yeah, he's got Night Rogue and like he... He's in a yeah. tank of some fluid. Kind of reminds me of um, the Black Ranger from RPM's um, backstory. Oh, yeah. I'm just getting more of a... It feels more like a generic Kamen Rider thing for me. It's like, okay, they've gone for the traumatic backstory thing. There's, there's, it's like they've taken a bunch of um, recent Kamen Rider archetypes and just kind of uh, mix them all together and they kind of fuse them together. It's huh. Kamen Rider bingo. We can, we can, we should play bingo with Build. Yeah, we pretty could. Hell, I mean, in the usual spate of things, much like O's, it also has another quirky female protagonist. Oh boy! And she's got some special power that helps Build make the full bottles. I think purifies the ingredients they get from the smash. So, <laughs> I think, I think the bottles are made from the smash. They she recycle the smash. The smash. Pure smash purified. <laughs> Pure smash. That's like some horrible street drug. You want some smash? Hey, bruv, you want some, you want some smash? It's pure smash, bruv. You can add boiling water. You can have it with some sausages. For those unaware, smash is a brand of dried mashed potato. Smash makes mash. Our marketing works on me. I could tell by the Toku Toy Store tattoos on your body. You weren't supposed to see those. No one was supposed to see those. Well, at least they cover up the Krispy Kreme scars. Look, that was a, that was a low point, okay? It was a low point for all of us. We all saw the movie. Yeah. But um yeah, the um so the uh, quirky girl this season is um a daughter of the bloke who runs the cafe and she also lives in his basement or something like that because she's a bit of a shut in. And she also the a foul mouth apparently. I... Alright. I wonder how this is gonna translate into a kid's show. If we dub this, she'd better be Australian, just spouting the C word all the time. <laughs> Necking tinnies. <laughs> full full stubby. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
But uh, apparently she's gonna be a good girl at heart. She's a, she's a good girl. She didn't do nothing. With these sorts of characters, they always have some trait that's never really going to be explained. Maybe her, maybe she's got some savant-like ability to purify the ingredients. Maybe no one will ever talk about it. It's like in O's, how Hina was incredibly strong for some reason. Hina strong. Just, that was never explained. There was no explanation. And then there's probably another female character kicking around who might be a protagonist, might not, might be neutral, might be a baddie, who is an investigative journalist. So the parasite of the world, looking <laughs> into looking into Sento Kiryu's activities and stuff. So ah, it's like... A stalker. Because, yeah, a stalker, basically. Because I think what we've read in the bios, he bums around in the cafe, occasionally doing science or something, but he also responds to some big scientific agency run by the government. Yeah. So uh, apparently she finds out his identity and, like, as she works with him, gives him, feeds him information, so stuff like that. But that's Cougar. That's like Cougar. He's got people on the inside. The people in the agencies yeah. don't know that he is the writer. But she's still just, a, like, a journalist, right? I mean... So she doesn't neglect her kid. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, she's, um... She's only going to have so much information. It's not like she's he's got someone properly on the inside. So she's not going to have a, a French guy <sighs> trying to flirt with her. I was love he, was, was he French? Yeah, uh, the accent Jean. Was yeah, Jean. He just used some weird... Maybe he used Canadian. <laughs> yeah, true. I don't think Japan knows Canada exists, though. Canada. What is Canadian? <laughs> Canadian. <Canadia. laughs> <laughs> that's that's peak Canadian. Eh? I am from Canada, eh? Eh? Nani? They're rounding out um, what seems to be our core cast of allies, or at least strict allies. We have um, Soichi Isurugi, who is the uh, the hipster who runs the cafe that uh, that our protagonists sleep in. One thing that really gets my interest is that with Neo Heisei so far, the cafes have had some sort of gimmick. So in O's, it was some sort of weird thing that changes theme every bloody week. That is not uh, an easily maintainable business model. Because what, what if someone like goes there on like uh, like Asian fusion night and like, oh, hey, I really like this seafood stuff. And they come back um, next week to have some more. And they say, oh no, it's uh, we've got some kind of South American thing going on. I don't like spicy food. I'm white. <laughs> it's just a bowl of mayonnaise. Whoa, too much for me. Oh, wait, no, is that Polish night? Whoa, it's ranch. Ah, <laughs> too spicy. Also, when it comes to non-sustainable business ventures, there's the one in Gaim, which was all We have themed. a whole rant about that. Yeah, we have a massive rant about how doing that in a metropolitan area isn't sustainable mm. because the guy also gets the fruit from a third-party seller, which just seems a bit pointless and horrible with the markup. Mm. But we could, we could devote a 30-minute rant to that. And compared to the two of those... This cafe has none of it. It's just a minimalist hipstery place. Awful. Which is really, really strange to us. It's bizarre. It's almost as if the show grew up. <laughs> Weirdly enough, this, um, unlike the other previous, well, some other previous uh, characters of his ilk, he knows about um, our main character's superhero wing and is completely on board with it. I oh, mean, yeah. wouldn't you be? I mean, if the, if the hobo sleeping in your basement was actually a superhero... You'd be pretty pumped about that, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, compared to Cougar and O's, where they were just like, "Oh, no, I'm not. A, I'm not a superhero. No, not me. Well, the, that super bike I drive around. No, that's uh, just convinced. Just coincidence." Oh, the cafe owner and O's was a gem. I cannot remember her name at the present moment in time, but she was so great. Oh, she was. She just seized an opportunity. Just yeah. She's like, "Oh, okay. I've suddenly appeared in Edo period. Time to sell Ang's ice cream." <laughs> great. <laughs> she was too pure. Mm. So rounding out our cast of characters, we have two who maybe like ostensibly allies might might not say that might way. Might just be but, obvious baddies. Yeah, well, the first one seems fairly. I mean, look at his facial hair. I mean, he, he looks like a weird cross between uh, the war chief and the master from Doctor Who. But he's uh, he's called Gentoku uh, Himuro. Himuro. Kind of throws you off a little bit. I keep expecting it to be Hiromu. Uh, the Prime Minister's aide of to uh, Toto, which I'm assuming is one of the three parts of japan like it's been split up into by those weird space walls it's the part that blesses the rains down in africa it's the part that isn't in kansas anymore <laughs> but he's a uh, aide to the prime minister and head of um advanced matter physics which is the uh the group that press gang that your press gangs um kudo into working for them yeah and i think the i think they call the doom thing the pandora's box so it's yeah. like hey bad things are going to happen do you uh, think they might be the baddies that are trying to open it okay so did they call it the pandora's box before or after they opened it <laughs> Because if they called it that before they opened it, then they were just asking for trouble. 
But he uh, appoints um, Sento to um, studying the box and seeing what what. And he also is in charge of the uh, special forces. Oh, so, so maybe oh. those weird weird guys with the uh, the helmets, the mooks. Maybe those aren't actually like villain mooks, but like antagonistic mooks. But maybe they're actual blokes in a suit. Oh, a bit like the Kurokage troopers. Yeah, yeah, like like not. I mean, like obviously filming yeah. it, they are blokes in a suit. But I mean, like yes. in universe, like just dudes. Yeah, in actual universe. Like, human beings. Like the motorcycle blo- bods from uh, from O's who oh, all got yeah. killed in like the first five minutes. Rest in peace. See, that's something I really like. They have okay schmooks, and I get the feeling that the whole science division will probably be taken over by the Smash. They've, <laughs> they've deliberately left a lot of things out. Yeah, well, we don't want to spoil everything too much. Mm. And finally, we have um, Gentoku's assistant. Utsumi. Utsumi. Na- Man, he's always, I'm expecting Nar- Nariaki. Nariaki. Blimey. Nariaki-san. Uh, he's aide to, um, aid to the aide. <laughs> Of the, the Prime, Prime Minister. Minister. <laughs> he's um, apparently he's in charge of research in Pandora's box, and uh, it looks like he's going to be just keeping a. He's probably going to be like the disapproving boss oh, of yes. uh, yeah, the kind of quirky main character type thing you got going on. He's going to be dis- really disapproving of everything. Oh no, they sent to. It looks like the government officials have all got these weird kind of military style tunics, but not like uh, like the school uniform type, so kind of like a double breasted almost thing. N- no good guys have worn something like that. Oh, yeah, like they're uh, obviously baddies. Yeah, like, either these guys are baddies or they're going to be working for baddies and they're going to work out later on. Someone witting porn, perhaps. Yeah. It seems like they're treading new ground, but if you've watched stuff like Double and everything, it makes you realise, yes, it's obviously going to be some sort of front. Yeah, these guys probably aren't going to be on the up and up. I mean, the government, at least. I mean, maybe maybe the uh, assistant assistant is going to be like, uh, oh, oh, no, what have I done? I've been involved in this. I I have brought down the smash. (laughs) But, like, facial hair bodies... uh, yeah, he's obviously he's a bit he's going to probably Mr. Evil Pants. Yeah, the surely. Same, yeah, so he's got like um like really intelligent, he's quite prideful and he's got a lot of ambition. But like maybe they're gonna go for like some kind of usurper type who wants to uh take charge or or maybe he's just gonna like his arrogance will lead him to do bad things and later on be like, Oh no. The way I they were presented up. in the trailer makes it seem like, okay, they're sort of baddies. Maybe it's gonna be like a two baddie thing where they've got the smash yeah. and then they've got the agency doing something which isn't really that great but then again they've also got the agency mooks as the main mooks as mm. seen in a poster maybe it's just going to be the more like um, they're antagonistic if even if they're not like actual evil villain type things so walmart then <laughs> walmart it explains where all the high-tech drivers are made out of cheap plastic made in the usa <laughs> We've also finally seen Bill's transformation pose and sequence. And it's got quite a funky thing that we didn't realise, was that, okay, the four bottles are the little transformation devices, but he shakes them quickly beforehand, like one in each hand, up and down, up and down, and then slots one in one side, one on the other side. It just it reminds me a bit of O's, then cranks it. So we were, we were right. Yep, we were. Slam him in, it does that, then he does some other funky pose, but the special effects are amazing. The transformation mm. itself is huge. So you get one sprue emerging from a pipe from one of the bottles, and from the other one appears behind him, and it just sort of like combines together toward him with each of the different rider parts on. So I was kind of um, kind of right when I was talking about uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were doing Bill's speculation about the whole um, building yeah. like model type thing, because he got the sprues. So, so building versus right. smashing. I wasn't completely wrong. Creation versus destruction. Sort of a good idea. Seems to work. The voice for the driver itself has me a bit disappointed because I expected something a bit more lively. It's more just an announcer voice. It says, I can't remember, it was something about it being a great combination and then just shouting uh, the names best of them. Mac or something like that. Yes, something like that. See, I'm not too fond of um, voiced drivers, you know? I mean, every so often I suppose it's a, like a, a neat novelty, but like, it just feels a bit, I like it when it's just sound effects, you know? Really, I like the ones that are musical, where they sing it, like in Gaim and in O's. It's like, yeah, this is cool. I know, but like, um, I don't know, I just kind of prefer when it feels more like just like a piece of equipment they're using, rather than some kind of... It was different within Drive when there was an actual character itself. But it's just... I don't know, just, I can't just quite explain it. Voiced belt. Yeah, the belt I, I talks like it. to me. It feels more realistic, which seems silly, because we're talking about Khan Rider. If it's something more like the, uh, like the Arkle belt, where it just has kind of sound effects... Uh, you know, it just makes noises, kind of weird what transformation about noises. The Forze driver, since that's just like a, it feels like an AI. Yeah, that that kind of works a bit better. I mean, 
in universe um who recorded all the lines for like the the o's driver or something like that you know well it was medieval era technology maybe it was recorded into a big wax cylinder somehow maybe there's a big old wax cylinder inside the driver i mean like uh, yeah the force driver is a bit different like uh, you could you could buy the headlights and kind of vo- um voice synthesizer thing yeah rocket or on yeah anything, you know? why did that have a leg chainsaw though i'm gonna keep returning to that gonna put the it theory in? is that ken goes down did go a bit crazy and he's just like okay what am i gonna need for space exploration chainsaw leg well of course he went a bit crazy what about that brush thing he had oh yeah that makes bombs <laughs> it's like what happened if super one's um developers had more time and more budget this is what happens when you stick a madman alone on the moon. I think that's probably what happened with Nikola Tesla's discoveries. He had a, an alone period, and he just ended up making chainsaw roundhouse kicks. Tesla rider when? And he ended up giving Donald Trump time travel abilities if you believe the current conspiracies. Although we haven't seen close in action just yet, so I get the feeling he'll be revealed as obvious banjo dude later on. He's not going to get much of a rider thing until later on in the show when we're going to have to go through the oh yeah, Koyu's got no memories. Yeah, the two in the trailer have a lot of conflict going on, like, oh, you're a murderer. No, I'm not a murderer. And they fight. Yeah. And like, not suited fighting, like, uh, like just just civilian form fighting. There was a heavy focus on the civilian side of the story. So it was all like, here's the Pandora's box, here's this great science man, here's all this tense stuff happening, and I think there was something of the organisation going against Sento. Yeah, where they make a point of saying that um, he's got the highest um, IQ in history. Bit of a Mary Sue. Right, but canonically... Comrade One has an IQ of 300, so does this guy have like an IQ of 301? He knows everything, except from how to properly get a cowlick out of hair. Yeah, like 300, he's got to have like a 301 IQ, you know? <laughs> exactly 301. Well, yeah, I mean, Takeshi Hongo has a 300 point IQ, because um, yeah, first episode is all about, yeah, this dude's pretty smart, he's got 300 IQ points. He get into Superman, sir. Assuming that Banjo is actually close... I'm just really hoping for the inevitable pictures of them as the two riders to have like the caption like Banjo Kuyui or, or something, just something that horrible. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. It is. It's it's a lovely pun. One thing that does interest me is that with a lot of the character art, it immediately shows Bill and Close actually budding up together yeah. rather than the whole Neo Heisei rivalry. So I do get the feeling that that will have to play out in the civilian side. Then yeah. once they get the powers, then they're going to be buddying up. See, what, what I'm thinking is that maybe maybe they know each other in costume. Like, like they don't know who each other are as riders. And then they're... Uh, but ah. out, of, out of rider suits, they're kind of in conflict with each other. Like See, an inverse meteor thing. Yeah. Like kind of uh, kind of like a miraculous ladybug deal going on, except they don't want to don't love each other yet. That does lend credence to one theory, where it immediately begins with two riders against two riders, mm. since you at least see Nitrogue in the whole flashback in the trailer. Yeah. So that is going to be something. We don't know what the connections are just yet with the Pandora box or the Smash, smash. but something is definitely happening. <laughs> smash. <laughs> We're losing it over here. We just love how they're called the Smash. <laughs> I can't. I mean, it's... Smash. To a Western person, it just sounds weird. It's like, yeah. so, I mean, maybe to the Japanese it sounds it really exotic. Smash you. All right, so 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 the next um, rider show, I'm calling it now, they're, called, they're going to be called Bone. Bone. <laughs> 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 no, no, I, I, they're like got a, a weird kind of Maku thing going on from like Gavan, so they come from a place called the Bone Zone. Bone Zone. <laughs> what if it was a bone rider, but his, his bike was called the Machine Boner? <laughs> A mega boner finish. <laughs> mega boner. <laughs> if I just like it, like a like a rod called the boner. Boner. <laughs> Are we twelve? Yes. We're the most deep voiced twelve year olds in history. <laughs> Our puberty was like kind Smash. to us. I swear, if we're not going to get black Twitter memes out of this, it's like you trying to smash. <laughs> when you finish smash. <laughs> 
<laughs> Once you build you up and you finish smash, I, I can't talk. I can't talk uh, black we, Twitter. No one can talk black Twitter. You can only type it at uh, three uh, in the morning. Ayo, uh, uh, home slice. What's cracking down, fam dog? What's crackalacking my uh, my nimrods? Nimrods. The time is approaching for us now to engage of the smash. I am finer nut. I think I'm speaking the lingo. Come on and slam, and welcome to the jam. This is um, it's the the hip music of the urban youths, right? I think it's ironic. Hey yo, what are you going to do? Hey yo, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, I think this is some sort of conservative marketing campaign. <laughs> UK conservative, not the fun Trump kind. So, possible buddy riders versus villain riders from the get-go plot aside, I get the feeling that this feels closer to a post-wizard Neo Heisei show. As in, ignoring when they tried to be different with Gaim, ignoring what happened with Drive, and maybe Ghost and x aid because, well, actually, no, with Drive it's not so bad because they had like, another rider close by-ish. It still followed Neo Heisei, even though they did have... A villainy right actually no drive fits in fine maybe between wizard and drive instead of gaim you could just slot build in it just feels like it's got the right mm. plot consistency to be neo heisei yeah i'm feeling a kind of a mesh between double and drive a bit you know in terms of tone and stuff oh it had a definite drive tone mm. it's like here's a big dark thing and here's this strange person I, I, I guess. For Drive, it was a depressed guy. For Build, it's a guy with super autism. <laughs> it's like Rain Man. So here's, a, uh, here's a question. I mean, the two two villains we've seen, not including the monster, the weird white monster thing we've seen, uh, you know, um, Nice Rogue and Blood Edge. Blood Stark, Kill Gun, <laughs> Murder Stick. But, um... <laughs> no, do, do you reckon we'll have, like, a like a like dark build or something like that? Because we... Oh, last bunch probably. of last bunch of shows, we always had things like you go. We had a like dark ghost, like where it was white and black. Oh yeah, and there was a dark guy. Yeah, we had. Yeah. Um, then we had um, Gen 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 Genmu Genmu. How do you pronounce it? Genmu Genmu. Yeah, that asshole. Um, yeah, there'll probably be a dark version. Maybe oh, we had we had Gold Drive as well. Maybe Build will just be. It's a light version of all that jazz crap. So instead of being just like reverse engineered from the technology in the hmm. usual rider thing. Yeah. Hey, hang on. How about this for a rider show concept? How about um, the the dark rider? I like that that whole stuff comes first, right? And they're like a known quantity. You mean Proto Drive? No, no, no. Proto Drive was a good guy, though. I know, but it was still dark in color. But yeah, no, I'm talking about dark in terms of uh, moral alignment. Okay. Because like gold was bright, but he was darker than Proto Drive. You mean that all the glitters isn't gold? Someone tell the Smash. No, no, no. Only shooting stars break the mold. Oh, thank God. See, like, the Dark Rider and, like, that kind of thing is, like, a known thing already. So, like, that's, like, the normal thing. So the protagonist Rider comes in, like, after they've established themselves. So he's, like, rather than, like, they're having a Dark Rider version of him, we've got, like, a light version of, of that. And, like, one of the central oh. conflicts of the series could be him winning the trust of the public and they kind of... Like Cougar. Yeah. Like how they thought he was just another one of the monsters. An identified life on three, yeah. wasn't it? And then they could do like a bit of a double thing where they kind of give him the title of Carmen Rider and that kind of thing. Oh. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That's actually a really good part of double. Yeah. Oh god, which episode was it? Like oh, they very had, early like, in. Yeah, one of the um, one of the dopants had like um, guns and stuff. Yeah, it's like I'm 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 Carmen Rider now. I'm shooting people down. I'm ruining this name. You can't do that. That's uh, that's my name, Gupta. I'm sort of hoping that they then bring in Kamen Rider as a title rather than just, okay, you're now Kamen Rider build. It's just yeah. build, then it's Kamen Rider. I've always hated that when um, they come up with the name Kamen Rider independently, you know? Yeah, it sort of makes sense in O's because Bossman was just a massive Kamen Rider nut, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah, he probably knew about that, that stuff. In Forza, it was adopted because Goth Girl had the memes. Well, look, I mean, this guy's a... Uh... You got kind of got sound of the eyes. You got so. bug eyes, yeah. and you got a, a motorbike that looks Ooh. kind of weird. Talk about racial profiling. Are you saying all grasshopper men are the same? So to conclude on our thoughts for build, so a lot of our theories have been disproved. He's not jacked. Uh, the Damn crank it. isn't a separate thing. The crank just starts off. So I'm glad uh, that's there. You were wrong. Ah, ah. I was right on uh, on one thing. I'm, I'm pleased with myself. Congratulations, but we could never predict the smash. You, you can't Stop do it without that. a straight Stop. face. Um, smash. smash. 
I get I don't the know what's so funny. I don't know what's so funny. So it's, just, it's just inherently funny. I get the feeling that we will definitely be playing the game that we played when we watched Ninja. We're going to be playing a bit of bingo. It's like, oh, that's just like the scene from that. Hopefully, this is less um, yeah. insulting with it, you know. Or at least, uh, hopefully, this time it's more like, oh, hey, that kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. Like so basically, memory. when we watched Ninja, we were pointing out like, that's like Shinkenja. That's like Kyoyuja. It's huh. it's bizarre. Yeah. But with build, we're going to be pointing out a lot of the tropes. So. Okay, so the missing memory thing, double, cafe, O's. Everything. <laughs> but hopefully we're not doing it with the same hatred that we did for Ninja. Because yeah. Build looks like it could be good. Yeah. It's yeah, building I'm, up hype still. I'm on board with Build. I'm on board with the Smash. Yeah, I think if we're running a podcast like this, I don't think any of us are on board with the Smash. The, the Smash. I'm, I'm loving the Smash. We got, we got the Smash and we got the Crank. <laughs> No, we, we don't get to smash, we just crank. We, ju- we just crank. <laughs> maybe one day we'll go out and smash. This is, this is getting too filthy. <laughs> or or maybe after we've done recording here, we can go out and get smashed. Yes, we will. Actually, is crank a term for certain types of drug use as well? So a smash is alcoholism. You could you could probably make up any word and say it's a slang for some kind of drug paraphernalia or usage. Dab. Yeah, that actually is um, something. Twerk? N- no. Dabbing is, I think it's used with the uh, the marijuanas, or as the street kids call them, the uh, the Mary Janes. What about the nanos, the whips? No, I think that's just uh, like a slavery thing. The doogie. I think that's a white person thing. Ah, right, so it's unrelated to the smash. And that white people can't get the smash. White people can never get the smash. Oh, tangent alarm. Okay, so we've done talking about build. We know that the smash is coming. <laughs> it's, we're looking forward, we're hyped. What else is new? I suppose Q-Range is kind of new. Yay, Q-Range is still happening. The golf has stopped. No more golf. Yay. Right. All golf has stopped forever in Japan. Tiger Woods is going to be mad. All he has left is the smash. Oh, he has. I thought he was being treated for the smash. (laughs) He can never treat the smash. He's addicted to the smash. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting a lot of mileage out of the smash. Yes. Okay. Q-Ranger, Yoshiluki, episode 23 was this Sunday. We need to focus now. Less smash, more Ho-Oh Soldier. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Ho-Oh Soldier will get the smash. No, he won't. He'll keep trying to kill Don Amage, the shogun of the big space shogunate that he thought he killed. Turns out he didn't. It's a bitch when that happens, isn't it? I mean, I remember this time when I thought I killed a hobo. Turns out he was just like, hiding in my bed. For he the came back week. stronger. Took a nap for a few years. <laughs> He suddenly rules the galaxy. I know, right? Uh, Isn't that the way? It's pretty obvious in Q-Ranger it has to be Orion, the other mysterious dude who entrusted a Kutama to that weird forest lady. and <laughs> He's obviously a baddie. I thought I said Ryan for a second there. Ryan, Space Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh my god, I want a dub now. <laughs> but no, Orion, some mysterious figure who was Ho Soldier's partner, ally. Yeah, like 88 buddies and they all, uh, they all decided... Yeah, let's not fight strategically. Let's just stand in the way of anything that gets this guy. Like, isn't that? Oh, my friend shielded me. Yeah, use the word shield a lot. That's no, funny because uh, you've got you to shield. shield yourself. Stop having everyone else tank. You're not the sole DPS. Jesus. Mm. Just need one person to take the aggro. Let the big black bull dude take it. You know what would be great? If all the 88 people had their own model and merchandise to sell. Collect them all. And Bandai of America told them to do that. They're just trying to go for the Guinness Book of World Records attempt of number of superheroes in a movie. Most toyetic thing ever. I think Toei did try to do that with one of their movies. Like, really? largest number of costumed heroes in camera view. Hmm. I think they tried that once. Didn't think it really worked when it came. I think it was a Sentai thing. Yeah, probably the uh, 199 um, thing they had with um, Gokaija. Yeah. Imagine all the explosions necessary. Wait, hang on a tick. What, 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 what got more than that? Probably some disaster at a furry convention. I suppose any furry convention could be classed as a disaster, regardless of what happens. As long as there's a ball pit. Or Pokemon Go. Or some rapper having a festival somewhere. Actually, imagine Fire Festival for furries. Good, we can just kind of close them off on one island. Actually, that'd make a fantastic game show. <laughs> they have to survive. Yes. They all got, no, it'll turn out like Lord of the Flies and they all really do go feral. <laughs> They've got the some furs. sort of fursuit pig's head on a stick. I have the conch. 
Uh, what exactly happened in the episode of Cure Ranger? I just remember one scene of I, I cannot remember the name of something Sarugi. Just I was going oh, Otori Sarugi. Otori, yes, Otori. I we just remember some, one scene some... of him booting a news oh. anchor out of you in yes. a camera. I wasn't expecting that. That was just sudden Deno style I violence. Was, I was expecting like a like a Joker kind of thing where they just hijack the airwaves with a pre-recorded message. No, dude, just. Kicks him in the face and just sits down in his chair. Bill Riley will do it live, kind of thing. <laughs> and, well, it just... It was okay for story progress. It's just made it clear that he's not properly allies with the Q-Rangers mm. yet. He's still doing his own thing. We got some, we got some deepest lore as well. Like, uh, yeah, like a whole thing about the 88 um, heroes that helped him. Um, he's, he's wanted to make the world, the universe. He wanted to be space Nobunaga, basically. He wanted to unite... All of space and have no war. Yeah, obviously one of his allies must be must be the baddie. Surely. See, so you're thinking Orion's the bad guy. I'm, I'm not so sure Orion's going to be the bad guy. To be, he's just mentioned so much in passing. Right, but but uh, Lucky's going to have a like a Leo Orion form, and they they fly in a massive thing called the Orion. Maybe maybe Orion's kind of tied to that. Uh, we'll have to place bets over it. I bet a pound of flesh. How about you? Well, we did uh, we did bet with um, our friend Jack on. Um, the uh, Sky Blue Ranger, didn't we? Yes, but I don't want to do money anymore. I want to go full on Merchant of Venice. <laughs> if you want to make a bet, you'd better depend on it. And since Scorpio and Octothot are out of the picture, they've finally added three new sub-generals. Are we sure that Octothot is gone? I mean, we didn't really... I mean, surely she can come she back. She might come back she, eventually. She come back eventually. Yeah, I mean, but right now she's out of the picture, there are no baddies, and they're all voiced by previous Sentai actors. Mm-hmm. The first one we actually see with a speaking role is called Tetsu. He looks a bit like a mechanical penis with it gills. Me, it reminds me of one of the assholes from um, uh, Goanja. Oh, yeah, it's got a slightly industrial vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, it kind of looks like, um, I don't know, some kind of port town yeah. thing. Like, it looks more of those... Got some sort of wrecking ball right, thing. Yeah, yeah. He was the first general that Ho Soldier fought, and he's voiced by one of the guys from Kakaranger who played yep. like the weird cyan blue. That mm-hmm. is quite cool. And then we've got two more, a male and a female. One is apparently called Kukulga, which looks a bit tentacly. And it's... Oh, oh dear. It's by the same guy who played the Green Ranger in Denziman. And then we have the token female. And, well, I'm I'm a bit torn by this, really, because she's voiced by the girl who played Yellow Buster in Go Busters. Yep, she's called Akianba. And uh, she's got some very interesting... Uh... Very interesting assets going on there. She looks sort of shellfish-themed, and this unnerves me, because remembering what they did with Madoko, and just... Okay, see-through lingerie, octopus boobs, sexy personality. No, I don't want to see that. Probably going to have high heels as well. What the hell, Japan? This is a kid's show. And also, just with the voice... Just thinking of the voice actress as well. It's going to be weird. Yeah. It's going to be really weird. I wonder if anyone's brought up the Peter Bear 4chan meme. Remember that? The good old days when that was oh, a, a proper meme. Yeah, I mean that whole thing I got because Peter Bear was meant to be like something that protected Japanese kids from safety Peter. bear. Yeah, <laughs> like he'd be uh, yeah, he'd be alerted when Peter files were around that kind of thing. But now it just kind of became a creepy pedo file bear. It's amazing how much 4chan has developed. Oh, First yeah. they were just making jokes from cartoons, then they made Donald Trump president. <laughs> yeah, because they started out just like a weeaboo two chan wannabes. Yeah, but they suddenly became <laughs> discovered they could wield magic. <laughs> they harness the dark powers of Czech. <laughs> yeah, I think they've got like a weird Sentai thing going with these new Vice Shoguns because um, Akianba is predominantly red, Tetsu is yellow, and Kukulga is blue. Oh, And crikey. they're all played by previous Rangers. Oh. Well, obviously not Rangers um, corresponding um, yeah, to their colors. Yeah, matching the color. Because you've got green playing blue, blue Et playing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think they may have something, something going on. So maybe my initial... Um, Prediction about um, Octothot and Squid Boy is going to be uh, not quite true because I thought they might be like previous uh, mm. allies of Zhao. Turns so, out we were wrong again. Yeah, but maybe these guys will uh, be like previous. Ooh, I mean, maybe they were his previous. Companions. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking because because um, um, Tsurugi did recognize Tetsu when he turned up, and Tetsu yeah. was like, "Yeah, I don't know you, boy." Probably had their memory wiped or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this dynamic doesn't really appeal to me much with the villains because 
there has only been one major big bad, which is Don Armage, and the we only do much. You, you don't really see what you normally get in Sentai, where it's like one room full of the villains talking to each other. Yeah, you've just had the mercenaries appearing first. Sure, you've got the different leaders and politicians being fought, but they're just there. They aren't the ones being focused on in another scene. Yeah, you never see Don Armage doing the whole kind of. Um... You know, uh, Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Thing. I'll get you next time, Rangers. He just talks things, to the yeah. operatives, and it just seems very strange. He hardly ever does that, though. There's no development for him, so I'm thinking it's going to be revealed as some big thing, or obviously one of Tsurugi's allies. Yeah, they're going to do uh, they're going to do a thing like halfway through, where the tone shifts and it gets a bit more serious. Like, it might turn out that uh, Donamage is not like the original Donamage that Tsurugi fought. Like, oh, be... that's obviously what's going to happen. I bet a pound of me flesh on it. Yeah, because it was going on about like, yeah, I, I took my own mortality power and then channeled it into a weapon. But apparently that didn't work. So, I mean, may, maybe may, maybe taking your power of immortality and firing it at someone is not uh, might not kill them. It fires the immortality into them. Yeah, maybe. Did you not think about <laughs> that? Uh, what I really dread would happen is if they revealed Don Amagi like halfway in as just a regular villain. And so he's just a guy in a suit being fought like what they did with the messiah in go busters yeah it would be cool if it was like just an actual guy like yeah. just like a, like not like a dude in a suit but just like a mm. an actual actor i kind of like him yeah. like kind of like professor bias you know from oh, Man. Yeah. i just preferred if they kept him as a character that was always in the background never fought maybe until the end like mm. what they planned originally to do with messiah in go busters he was just a big old floating head yeah that was angry and was just a big thing behind the scenes i just didn't like the idea of them Forcing that in too much. I did it to sort of something. What? Messiah reminds you of the thing upstairs from Trapdoor. And oh, that yeah. would make Enter Burke. See, Hello. Now, I, now I want a dub of Go Busters. <laughs> Just can give really a... Northern. <laughs> yes. Hello. Northern I'm Enter. Sava. As the cows down south say. <laughs> <laughs> I serve the thing in hyperspace. <laughs> Enter. And see, our Feed references me. are just getting more and more bizarre. Yeah, it, it, Trapdoor is basically Babby's first Lovecraftian horror, isn't it? Yeah, it's Claymation Cthulhu. As Q-Ranger is wont to accelerate the storylines as quickly as possible to make the merchandise relevant, we're getting the usual mecha merging with the equivalent of Sixth Ranger's mech. So Q-Rano is merging with Ho Soldier's funky thing. I can't remember the name of it. And at this point, that one thing's awful. And so it has the Q-Timers merging to it, and it is an abomination. Actually, are you sure it's just um, just that? I mean, I think... It, oh, I think it's, it's got probably a bit of Ryuteo's... Yeah. Thing. Yeah, but it's just basically covered in Q-Timers. It's just oh, wearing them. Doesn't he have the red one just kind of standing on the head or something? Something just, like that. It's so bad. It just seems so pointless. It's like in Juoja where the cubes were just stacked. Or in Shikenja, yeah. when they were just folded, hanging around in the back. Man, what on earth? It's not quite as... Um, as I mean, it is ugly, but you know what I mean? It's not quite as... Um, oh, not, not hideous. Cluttered. But it's just... Uh, you just don't have these balls sticking out of your, your mech. You know? It looks like it's got weird tumor growths. I prefer it if they actually had just like the voyagers with it as well. Just have something. Have some diversity. Yeah. But then again, most of the voyagers are just arms, they're just limbs. There's not really much you can do with them aside from making them be limbs. Didn't stop them and go on, you? You just, True. just stick them on and make a cluster look Megazord. Yeah, there's not like that worked particularly well. I mean, uh, you just had the um, the black and green ones slotted into the feet and then silver and, um, silver and gold were just popped on the shoulders there. Doesn't need to work, it just needs to sell. I mean, ugly mech designs aside... Um, Q-Ranger does seem to be going in a decent direction. They've um, they've really ramped up the plot this time. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really, really sold on it. They've actually done a lot when it comes to character development. Yeah. Lucky's become less of a liability now. He's becoming an actual leader. Yeah. Joe seems to have gone back a bit, since he's sort of filling Raptor's role now, because Raptor and yeah. Sparta have just gone off with Tsurugi, because he needs a secretary and a cook. Yeah. <laughs> who does Who does the cooking on the Orion, then? It's probably going to be horrible. Maybe there's going to be some sort of sketch about oh, no, no, Naga they have, cooking. They have like a um, like a replicator there. It has um, something called Hera milk there. But yeah, no, I mean, having something labelled as Hera milk is kind of weird. Like uh, yeah, Hera, Hera was an actual goddess thing. I, would, I don't think... No, thanks. Well, at least they're not making a Zeus reference, because we all know what he did. Minotaur milk. He's 
get get away from the swan. <laughs> Don't look the swan in the eye. They're combining a lot of strange astrological things with a bit does of the Greek. Does Hera even have a, a constellation? Probably. Yeah, probably. No. I'm, I'm not too versed in my mythology. Well, I know at least the amount of mythology. I just don't know much about constellations. And for some reason, they include a bit of Gaelic stuff and a bit of Germanic folklore with like that one witch woman who apparently met Orion so many years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. No, wait, no. She's called Eris, which, Eris. Is, which is Greek. It was it's a goddess, Greek. Of, oh, right. goddess of chaos. I just and didn't discord. quite understand because she was shown as being whiter than white. As in, it was the blonde hair that got me because Greeks weren't blonde. No, no, they were Mediterranean. They were Mediterranean. They, they had a sort of an olivey brown thing. They I mean, maybe if maybe yeah. one bred with uh, a more northern European person, then maybe. But yeah, just they, I think they're a bit confused about what Nordic people look like and what Mediterranean people look like. Well, if it's if it's west of Japan, they're all they're all white and blonde, right? They all look like Owen Wilson. I mean, imagine Nordic people trying to live in Greece; they'd all burn, <laughs> just so pale. <laughs> Well, the berserkers would be okay, because they went around naked anyway. And we all know that the berserkers emigrated to the New World and became the Florida Men. Goddamn those Florida Men. Actually, you know how Q-Rangers enemies are sort of based on cryptids? So you got the Greys, Flatwoods Monsters, Deathworms, etc. Yeah. Why isn't there a Florida Men? Because we know Florida Men exists. We True. have proof. Ooh, why wasn't there a Sasquatch? Well, I mean, there's still they, time for They missed out on Bigfoot. No, there's still plenty of time. Maybe they're going for solely alien things? Well, no, because the Loch Ness Monster was one, and that isn't... Oh, yeah, that was just briefly done as one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they've now got Mecha Deathworm to save money. They just literally spray-painted the suit silver. (laughs) They're being really creative in budget control, which I guess is okay, but damn. they can channel it into other avenues. You mean repairing the Raptor suit that just is obviously covered in chips? Mm, Maybe yeah. it goes yellow at the same rate of x suit, and they just yeah. uh, diverted all the funds to stop things from getting yellowed. Coated in whitener. I mean, you've seen the amount of shiny stuff they put on the ranger suits. Yeah. Maybe that goes quickly. Maybe. Interestingly enough, in the last episode, we found that they're still experimenting with different camera techniques because there was this big three-on-three oh, yeah. mecha versus monster fight with, what, Ryuteo... Kureno and whatever the hell Ho Soldier's Mech is. And it was really satisfying. Ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. That's what he's now called to us. <laughs> uh, because they had this one camera view panning from one attack to another attack to another in a single take. Mm. And I'm thinking, how the hell did they choreograph this without injuring a few people beforehand? Implying that uh, suit actors don't get injured regularly? Well, yeah, because if they get injured, some of the set might get damaged. I mean, suit actors are a dime a dozen, but <laughs> sets, they're expensive, yo. I mean, you never know. I mean, maybe uh, maybe they just perfected the art of fighting while blind, you know? Yeah, they, they just echolocate. Maybe they're attracted to fireworks. That's all they see. That's the only way to get through to them. You trigger their PTSD and they'll fight for you. The eventual mecha may look like arse to us, but boy, I love the way they're experimenting with a fight scene still. Hmm. That's one thing that they're doing right. They've been doing it in Juoja, they're doing it in Q-Ranger. I want more of the first-person view shots. Yeah, that'd be great. Those were gold. Kind of hardcore Henry style. Oh. Actually, I'd love something like that if they did it for VR. Like, I know that they've done a VR X-Aid film. We uh, for VR. Oh, dear. As in, no, no, in Japanese PlayStation, they've done an X-Aid VR film. So which is just clips in the film in VR. Hmm. I think it's called Final Ending or something. Yeah. It's basically just just like a snippets from the film best of thing. Maybe that could work. Just do that for Q-Ranger. That'd be cool. Oh, imagine that for promotional material in future Sentais and Rider stuff, where you're looking around the ship. Or maybe you could do like, um, just that for like, yeah, for like the home base of the Rangers or something like that. You could just do like a virtual oh, tour thing. That would be really, really cool. I would love that. Mm. Actually, what if Saban brought back VR troopers? Since VR's now a thing, and you could you could have a PlayStation tie-in game, which runs horribly. Oh man, I don't think I don't think they'd try to uh, resurrect a dead franchise. You underestimate the power of Saban. He'll yeah. find a way. And that brings us to uh, to the end of this week's podcast. We've um... we've smashed it. Absolutely smashed it. We've gone through what we've found of build. It's good stuff. We've smashed through that. We've seen the smash. <laughs> we've smashed the last episode of Q Ranger. That's your conclusion, Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, as uh, Rexy Poo has uh, 
eloquently put, we have uh, smashed through all of these uh, topics. So September the 3rd is definitely a date to mark down in your diaries, because that is when build uh, premieres. I'm really, really excited for this. We've got to hmm. finish X-Aid as quickly as possible. Oh, and ah, I'm really, really hyped by build. It's yeah. darker than I'd imagine. They're kind of bringing in familiar things with all things, and but it's not going to be like Ninja, obviously, <laughs> blatantly. Taking well, the as long as it's fun, as long as the character's well-written, I'm happy with it. As long as Cafe Hipster is quirky enough, <laughs> that'll be fine. Oh, he's going to be quirky enough. I mean, look at him, he's got... Um... He's got weird glasses on. Of course, he's going to be quirky. We're going to get a lot of quirky Neo Heisei characters along a serious plot. Hmm. It's going to be a bit like Drive, a bit like O's, a bit like Double. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, same here. It seems pretty hopeful. It seems pretty promising. It gets our seal of approval so far. Let's hope it doesn't smash it. If it sells well, it'll be smashing a lot of records. You're saying that it may well be a smash hit? Yes. We just love that name for the villains. Yeah. I, I want to shake the guy's hand who thought of the name Smash. Smash. It's it's like when people get Asian tattoos in some language that just it means fire, it just means kick me. Smash. It sounds cool to you. <laughs> it's like how there are all these wonderful Chinese names that mean like wolf or something, but in fact it just to us sounds like the words for penis. <laughs> Hi, my name is Hung Wang. <laughs> no, that, that doesn't really inspire <laughs> fear into my hearts. Heart? Ah, so you were you a time lord? Yeah, yeah. I'm just a, I'm just a Gallifreyan chilling yeah. around. That's why I'm this why I'm, I'm trying to stop the smash. <laughs> <laughs> but no, please, guys, set September third on your calendar. Absolutely. We are so hyped for build. You should be hyped for build. We're also hyped for the ending of Q Ranger in about a few months' time. Yeah, it's going to be good. Well, it's going to be good. Yeah. Be, gonna, after be Christmas, good. after Christmas. Not that it's going to be good that it's gone, but we're looking forward to what they introduce later on, you know? I mean, probably like 15 other ranges or something like that. Octo Slot will probably come back as a ranger, as a collectible one. She'll get her own ranger key. You see, Zab, I'm predicting an episode. Like, if she if she does come back, where she'll be... Uh, her, the personality she'll get will be good. Oh, that that is likely. Yeah, and they she'll be like, that. no, no, I really want to join you guys. I'm not an asshole anymore. And, and then they spend the whole episode like, no, Octoslot, be gone, Octothot. <laughs> be gone. Be gone, Thot. <laughs> oh. And like she, she ends up sacrificing herself to save them, like tanking a shot from like a shogun or something, vice shogun, sorry. And then, Probably. Like, and then she gets resurrected and she's back to being evil again. That's more than likely in the books. Wow. Yeah, right. I mean, if, I, if an idiot like me's thought of it, then someone at Toei's probably done it too. You should get your ass and write to Saban. Dear Mr. Saban, I want to see Octothot be killed again. Please make this happen. Let this let this scantily clad octopus lady die several times. <laughs> this is a kid's show, by the way. It's like Live, Die, Repeat. The only reason you watch it is to see Tom Cruise die a lot. <laughs> Every time he draws closer to Xenu's hands. <laughs> And we'd also like to continue reminding you, this cast is sponsored by TokuToyStore.com. You want Sentai toys. You desire them. They've got new package stuff. They've got a lot of the pre-loved things. And they're selling out on a lot of their special offers quickly. They've, mm. even, they, I can't, they've even sold out on the puppet of Ticket from Tokuja. That is cool. Mm, we're trying to get rid of that one for ages. Really? It was a cursed act. <laughs> it was cursed. It kept appearing in Jeremy's room, just staring at him. <laughs> I love it when they go to cons as well because they have a lot of cosplayers visiting. They've got a bunch yeah. of Power Rangers ones from previous cons. That's really neat. They feel like they're definitely a part of the community. They've been mm. going on for two years strong now, and they'll probably be going on even after Spandex Power Armor is reduced to dust as I then flee to my cat YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> you can't abandon me. <laughs> no, we'll be going on forever. Spandex Power Armor will never die. Never. We'll sell the rights to Saban. <laughs> and I will just uh, we'll take over Google somehow and just become create some kind of weird technocracy and take over the world. Well, cool. We're going to make Syndicate a thing. Yes. No, no, we're going to make Deus Ex a thing. Yes. And so this is Rex signing off. I didn't ask for this. I'm uh, I'm Carmen Rager. Keep on wall punching, folks. <laughs>